Miss Five Six Seven Eight Dances Report Podcast. What up, what up, what up, y'all? This is Miss 5678, and you are tuning in to the Dancers Report podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Right now, uh-huh. I'm, what up, what up? I'm on the phone, and I'm, you know, I, I'm appreciative because he took the time out of his day to call in. I'm literally, you know, I had, I, I'm glad I got to chase this um, incredible director down. Um, we call him <laughs> Runner, and he is the founder of in the making aka itm crew and i have to say they're live yo if you haven't already seen them perform yeah man you guys are live man and that's the one thing that i i've known from back in the beantown bounce days like you know i used to i used to uh judge that and i you guys are you know very relentless i'll say that you know, it's, uh, it's it's never easy coming from over the bridge, you know what I mean, from Lynn, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. especially going up against teams that are, that are used to seeing each other on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. So whenever you, you know, whenever we step into a competition, a showcase, we always try to bring something different because we know everybody's already seen a lot of the same stuff already. So yeah. it's that's always been one thing I've always tried to make sure whenever we do any kind of show, you know, whether we're at Roxbury uh, YMCA or we're at the Strand Theater or well, you know, with, with originations doing East Coast Throwdown yeah. at, the, at um, the Roxbury Cross, you know, absolutely, you know. So we always it, it's important for me, you know, especially now because I'm older. Um, but having ITM going for so long, it's important to always show your best first and always, you know, be humble towards the teams that you're competing against. That's one thing we've always been too. Absolutely. So before we even get started, I do a daily mood check in, and yeah. um, it's basically to check, you know, to, to self-check, and it's also good for the mental wellness and also good for um, just to kind of center yourself and kind of affirm, you know, your day. So um, yeah. it's, it's I'm going to kick it off. It's usually one thing that made you happy and one thing that made you mad, sad, bothered, or indifferent, if that. So okay. one thing that made me happy today was that I finally got um, – you know, new business cards, and they were finally done. And um, I actually was able to design them with, um, with the logo being designed by David Langford. Shout out to David Langford. He's uh, a huge, yeah, he's a huge influence on the podcast. He, you know, has a huge presence on some most of the episodes when we, we launched how the sound was and how we, you know, how it just sort of flowed. So I'm happy that I got 
um, the new logo and, um, you know, and, and just that, you know, we are, we're, things are in fruition and in a, a constant motion for moving forward. And I love that. That's good. Um, I haven't Absolutely. had anything that made me, uh, mad or sad. Um, just lifting up my Bishop, you know, in, in prayers, uh, as he's, he's, uh, suffered a loss. So, you know, um, but I, I, I don't think I'm very sad. I'm just kind of very focused and, um, Definitely, um, you know, embedded in making sure that I pray in in all times. You know what I mean, and being grateful in all Absolutely. times. So, um, what was one thing that made you happy, and one thing that made you mad, sad, or bothered today? Um, I think the thing that made me happy: my daughter got out of school. You know, I saw her report card, and I saw her sight words that she's been doing, and she's the top of her class, and I'm really proud of her because. She brought him to me and she was like, Dad, I want you to be excited. So I'm going to show you something. When she showed it to me, it literally, you know, changed my whole day around and just made me happy. That's awesome. Because uh, I'm, I'm really, I work with a lot of kids, but at the end of the day, the number one kid that means the most to me, that as far as their success and where they're going is my daughter. Amen. And, uh, and I always, I always, always, always put her in front of everything that I'm doing, no matter if I'm coaching, directing, anything at all. That's my, that's my number one. And I would say anything that got me sad, um, you know, I try to keep my personal, you know, low key. But I work in schools, and uh, one of our one of our kids got taken away in an ambulance today, and that was a little sad for me because, you know, you start your day off with, you know, the number you started with as far as your attendance goes. Yeah. You expect to end the day with the same amount of kids inside the building. So, you know, I'm hoping, you know, prayers go out to that young lady, and I'm hoping she gets gets well quickly, and she'll be okay. Well, I'll pray. I'll lift up in prayer too, and. Cause I know I know that's tough. Cause I work with kids. I teach kids. So, you know, anytime, anytime, you know, you feel like, hey, you know, that's part of your tribe. And when they're not around, you're like, wait a minute. Exactly. You know. Um, and you know what? You're right. The the progress reports and report cards did come out. And for quarter mm-hmm. three, I want to give a shout out to my daughter. Um, for, <laughs> for for getting good grades. Yeah, she got good grades. Yeah, she got. Um, I I think she only got one. I think she got one B, and the rest were A's, which is mm-hmm. amazing. And all, that's all I asked. No, that's good right there, you know. Right. How old is your daughter? Oh, my daughter's five years old, going on twenty six, girl. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know that. Old she goes. I know that. She's uh, she's a yeah, she's very very intellectual. Uh, she's got a good grasp of of, of individual work, but social growth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really proud of how she is. Cause she's always at rehearsal with us. She's at my football practices. She's at my track practices. I keep her well involved, and her mother keeps her involved also too, uh, with a lot of group work um, at the Lynn YMCA. So it's always been fun for her. Man, listen, I already know that uh, five going on twenty six. Man, I, my daughter's twelve, and she operates mm-hmm. like a you know like a grown late young lady already. Mm-hmm. Just her mind is Seriously. you know, and how she you know, does self-care and she's always making sure she's mm-hmm. do- doing a facial and a, you know what I mean? And a hair mask mm-hmm. and, and, uh, making sure that she's, uh, focused on her track and focused on her step team. And she's always caring for others. And so she's just, you know, it's, she's, I, I hear you when they say, um, they old souls, man. Cause she's, she's yes. definitely a kid that's sort of been here before in her spirit, you know? Um, absolutely. Um, yeah. She's got a, a great soul. That's awesome. Um, what, so the, one of the questions we, I, I ask is, you know, cause I really want the foundation of runner and ITM. So who, who, who <laughs> yes, is runner? Um, 
My name's James Runner, uh, from Lynn, Massachusetts. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, I, uh, my roots in my family, though, are from South Carolina, you know, so uh, I got to make sure I represent for all my people out in South Carolina. But at the end of the day, um, young man that started a group a long time ago, let me, let me, I'll, excuse me, let me back that up. I'm a five Beta Sigma. Let me say that out loud right now. Shout out to all my boys over there, over at UMass. Um, long, long, hardworking days. I don't get outworked by anybody. I'm the first African American head football coach in the city of Lynn. Hey. Um, I, hey. yes, ma'am. Monumental. Um, you know, got my degrees, got all my, you know, graduated from colleges. I was an all American football player. And uh, I've just I've taken a lot of time, my own personal time, to always give back to people or people or organizations that have provided for me when I was a young kid. That's dope. Because you know, when you get out, when I was in high school, I was a young knucklehead. You know, I loved playing football, and I left out of school with a 1.6 GPA. But I was lucky to get into college because of athleticism. Yeah. And uh, and long story short, let's just say I graduated on, with the with dean's list. And uh, I, I never look backwards. Never look back. That you know. Dope. Yeah. Wow. All so the wait. people I hung around with when I was younger. Everyone I hung around with when I was younger. You know, a couple of knuckleheads. You know, a couple of hustlers here and there. But they all were upset that I wanted to leave and go away to school and not stick around the city of Lynn. Nah. And uh, I was gone. You, yeah, you I was gone for three away. years. It was worth it. Nah, man. Yeah, it was worth it. I'm glad you, know? you didn't and right stick now, around. Thank you, honey. And right now, I'm um. I've been blessed to have the opportunity to come back to my city and uh, and coach football. You know, longest lasting football coach right now in the city of Lynn. That's they call good. me the dean of football in Lynn because how long I've been around. But uh, I'm able to get young men into high school and college. Excuse me, get them into high school first, but then get them into college. And let me say it the right way: young student athletes. I shouldn't say young men because I, I'm the head coach of track at my school also too, and I work with the females, and we work hard to get our kids into college. So I should say I work very hard to get student athletes in college. That's that's my main goal wow. um, in my city, other than what I do with ITM. Well, let me tell you, um, you know, it, it's 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 a hard uh, job to be a leader and mentor. You know what I mean? Mm. That thing is not absolutely. A, that's not an easy task because you have to also grow and you also have to constantly constantly be a person who's, you know, uh, okay with change and okay with growth and, and be willing to yes, learn. Man. You know what I mean? So, and that's, oh, yeah. how, and oh, that's yeah. how you have experience, man. And that's why you're the, you're, you're get you're the man for the job because you're, you're not afraid to continue learning. You know what I mean? And you're showing yeah. that and by I mean, like, being a leader. And that's the truth. And when I say to you, I don't do it for the pay. You know, I, there's no way they could pay me the amount of money for how much I work. That's for facts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and, you know, we have a new superintendent in our city, and he's a good guy. You know, he's excited to have young African-American men sprouted throughout the entire city. But we have five high schools in one city, you know. And, and Lynn is, is big, but it's not that big. But, yeah, you know, a lot of people don't realize we have five varsity programs in our city. You know, we have a charter school, we have a private school, and we have three public schools. That's crazy. So it, it, yeah, it's not easy, you know. It's not easy trying to make things happen in a small in a small city that has so many expectations by everyone that lives in the city, wow. you know. And I uh, and I do all I, I coach three sports, and I'm working on my second master degree as well as running ITM at the same time. That, well, you know what? He listen. He don't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't call you for no reason. So 
<laughs> you can do it. And you're parenting. Yes, and you're being a dad. That's a whole nother job. Yes. So. Yes, that's a whole nother job. You know what I mean? That's a whole nother lifestyle because we always put our kids first. Even though we work our tails off all day long, we always put our kids first. You know what's so crazy? I remember you doing a, a backflip. Where you learn that at? Oh, <laughs> I um, I this was now. Listen, I'm, I'm an old man now, but <laughs> when we were younger, we used to always have uh, competitions when I was in college, and um, I played defensive line in college, and I was you know I was a little bit bigger than what I am now, and I used to always tell people, yo, I can I can flip. And they, they should always say, there's no way you can flip. You're too big. Yeah, you got right. too many muscles. I seen and him I flip, you guys. God. I seen him flip. <laughs> and I don't even think he remembered I seen him flip. Yo, I can't believe you just brought that up. It, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a trait that I learned. Let's put it this way. You know, when you were younger, your grandmama, your grandfather would, you know, oops upside your head, right? If you did something wrong. Let's just say I, I, I had to run away from my grandfather or something. And I didn't <laughs> learn how to flip. I just got flipped. And I never, I, I never had a fear of doing it. So once I had it flip, I got flipped one time. I was like, I can do this, and I just kind of did it all the time. And I taught my kids how to do it. You know, now I have to probably use a springboard or, or a trampoline or something Yo. to at least get the air. <laughs> I mean, it, you know what's so funny is I cheered at Medford High and I cheered at Berkman mm -hmm. at, uh, Junior High in Texas and I cheered at Bitburg American High uh, High School in Germany and. Mm cheerleading was like a like one of the main por like portions of my career in life it was a huge part in in it you know so it, it played a huge part in how i perform and everything right um now mm -hmm. i'm like i i like i'm not deathly afraid of it to flip and stuff but i like have to strategize like how am i do this way <laughs> you know how you gotta rethink yeah. it like i gotta rethink you it just jump into it yeah, you can't just jump into it, man. Nah, because, you, so. you know, as you said, we got a little older and, you know, we got... Yeah, yeah. I see these young kids nowadays. I'm like, I used to do that a long time ago. Yeah. I do that now, but I definitely used to do it. And, they, and my daughter, her friends used to be like, I don't believe you. And then they see and they're like, wait a minute. And I got to remember, like, I ain't got to show my, my students nothing. They could just exactly. look it up and find it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not trying to kill you. You're prove yourself. Heck no. Nah, that's, that's when, listen, as I get older and my daughter gets older, I realize more and more I got nothing to prove to anybody. I know no that's way. right. What's your, what's your, um, <laughs> well, you kind of, you kind of touched on your cultural background. Um, what's your dance background? Wow. Um, I started, I started with a young, a young group called Optimistic Youth out of Lynn Mass. Um, I was 14 years old and I was, uh, I was dancing because growing up, my grandparents raised me. They always used to watch, have me watch Michael Jackson or watch some of the ill performers, you know, um, God, man, oh, I, I'm about to old date myself. That's all right. But everyone remembers that, uh, you know, everyone remembers Crush Groove, you know what Yes, hey. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you used to watch that movie and you see everyone dancing and wilding out. So, of course, that was just something that I wanted to get into. <clears throat> and I used to really be big into Michael Jackson and, uh, and Janet Jackson for their backup dances, yeah. you know. So I got involved in a group called Optimistic Youth, and we did a whole bunch of, like, theater shows. You know, I did uh, West Side Story. I did Tin Pan Alley. I did Grease. I did a lot of different theater productions at a young age, and I learned how to be on stage and, and perform. 
And I actually started teaching hip-hop classes at 15 years old um, in the city of Lynn. Once I got into that, you know, I did the African-American club in my high school. And, uh, you know, we made a little hip-hop team in the high school, you know, just trying to be somebody. But I really didn't think it was going to go anywhere until I got into college. That's mm. really when it hit me hard because I went away. I played Phi Beta Sigma. You know, we went through Hell Week and, and got the whole, you know, the whole vibe of what college was like. And it was amazing. You know, the camaraderie, the uniformity, uh, the utilization of your hands and, and stepping itself just changed my life. Um, That's the, the one thing year, I can appreciate y'all for, too, ITM. Yeah. Y'all incorporate that. Yes, yes. And that's and I, I feel like, you know, the the original stepping was South African boot dance. You know what I'm saying? Right. A lot of people don't realize that that people a long time ago used to use it to communicate, not just to make noise and make all sounds and beats. They used to communicate that way. And I always treat that tradition to my kids. I always make sure they know the roots of what we do and why we do it. You know what right. I mean? And it just it took over my it took over my whole environment. Like every my freshman, my sophomore year, all I did was step. I didn't do anything else. And that's actually when I started ITM was my sophomore year. You know what I mean? And and it just, it grew from that point on because I always wanted to, to run a group and I always wanted to have a group that I could like be a part of and, and help, you know, groom and move on. But I didn't know exactly what I had to do to have the group. Mm-hmm. I always thought if you could perform, oh, then you could run a group. It's completely different. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. When you're, when you're, when you're managing a group and you're trying to, you know, get them out there and have them be successful. You can't have your own personal accolades be a part of that. Also, too, you need to te- you need to take yourself and separate the two. That's true. So the first, you know, the you know the first few years of running ITM, I wanted to be in the stage. I wanted to perform, and not I, I didn't have a hard time bumping heads with my kids. It was more like runner. You got to remind yourself of who you are mm-hmm. and step back. If yeah. you want kids to go and perform for you then you need to worry about your own self on your own personal time. Yeah. So that was a lesson that I learned at a young age, you know, and I kind of took the concept of coaching and you implied that in entertaining, you know what I mean? Where you prepare, you get kids ready, you get them ready to do all things you need to do, but then you step back because when the game comes, you can't you know, do the game for them. Right. You got to let them do it on their own. That was, so that's I something that's that I've, I've been like slowly uh, coming to, to, to know um, in the last couple of years, man, like, um, the last two years, cause it's not mm-hmm. something I would do. I would be like, literally, um, in everything that I was a part of, like mm-hmm. now, um, I'm trying, I'm taking those steps as to if I don't have to be in- included in the, the, the situation, um, because mm-hmm. I, I have enough dancers or enough team members to do it, then I don't get involved. I, I mean, I choreograph yeah. and I, and I'm involved, but I don't have to touch the stage. But in exactly. many cases, I've, you know, I've had to do that because I, you know, you know, a dancer is not around or I need a certain mm-hmm. amount of dancers and, you know, that type of stuff. But the um, I'm, I'm taking more of a creative director and artistic director role. Um, those Good. are the jobs I'm getting the most um, yeah. so far. Like, and that's, that's, that's the biggest thing, you know. Because when when you're, when you're in your prime, like I was running ITM, I ran it from when I was 19 years old, and I'm about to be 39. Wow. You know what I mean? So let's just say my 20s, it was very, it was it was a little difficult to like, all right, you guys go on stage to perform. I'm going to watch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what I had to do was I generated my own venue. I generated my own opportunity to perform, and it would be completely separated from when ITM was performing. 
you know. And I've had my dad. I've had some some of the baddest dancers around on my crew, and and we've competed against some of the best hip hop teams and step teams around. I know. And I've I've learned so much from the teams and the directors and the crews I've seen and met with. It really blows my mind away that now I'm kind of like the dude that people come and talk to because, you know, you've been around for a while. You and you see people. I mean, I remember seeing the twins the other night. I was like, yo, I remember when y'all first started. Right. <laughs> you know yo, you know what's so crazy? A, I th- you said uh, something about the the, the remember the, the talent shows that used to ha- happen in Lynn? Yeah. So you remember the the R and B group that's like there was like boys and boys to men this they were called Seijin? Yes. I used to rock with them and I, I used to dance backup for a group called Lower Level. So hey. So back in the day, it used to be Billy and Bobby, Two of a Kind, wow. B.O.P., Lower Level, Seijin, and all these different groups that were from everywhere. And then we would all, I think Seijin was from Lynn, though. Yeah. They, they were an R&B yeah, group from Lynn. And they, and they, acapella, they sang acapella and harmonized that way and everything. Like, they were like a Boston, Massachusetts, uh, boys to men. And um, I saw that to say, like, I remember being 14 and Billy and Bobby were a lot older than me. Not too, too much older than me, but they were old enough to, like, go some places I wasn't allowed to go to. You know what I mean? Like, And I remember being in um, talent uh, contests with them. And I remember when we went, when we came back from Germany, I was now Mm -hmm. 16, 17, maybe even 15. Wait, no, I was 16. And now I'm getting to see them actually like, no, I was, I stand correct. We were, I was, I was 14 or 15 and we would go to the strand to watch them perform because we would, because we would be all over the place. We'd be like trying to, because we were in a group called 3YN and that was three young, Mm -hmm. three young Nubians. And we used to dance, uh, us three used to, we merged with lower level and we were their backup dancers. So when they had shows, we would do their shows and then we would do our own shows. And we happened to do our own show, like our own performances at the ones in Lynn. And so I just remember all types of crew. So when you mentioned your crew, I'm like, hmm, hold up. Did you ever... I'm trying to tell you. You remember those talent shows where two of a kind, everybody, yes. BLP used to be in? Were you there? No, let me tell you. <laughs> I was... I, I'm not... I was dating myself, but I used to sing in an acapella group. That's why when you say it, I'm like, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. I remember these days. Listen, we um. The, the dance crew that I danced with, Optimistic Youth, we did a dance show called Dance Explosion. It was 94 or 95 mm. or something like that. I don't even remember. It blew my mind away because a team from Atlanta, Georgia came in, Afro beat, you know, no shoes on their feet, but murdered the stage. Wow. And we thought we were the, we thought we were the best thing around since sliced bread, you know what I mean? Because mm. we had hip hop, we was dancing to Bobby Brown, and we was doing all, all you know what I mean? Yeah, they humbled us because when they came in, they brought a whole nother, like a whole nother level of performing. And it changed my outlook as far as, ah, right, yeah, we prepare, we get ready, but we're only getting ready for what we see around here. When you really, ideally, you need to stop preparing yourself to be better than what you see around here so everybody else outside of here wants to see what you're doing. Right. You know what I mean? And it opens your eyes up. So that's why when you mention those things, I tell my kids all the time, you got to pay attention to who's performing. That's right. You got to pay attention to who's dancing because you never know who you might cross paths with when you get older. You never know. That's true. 
That's true. You know, I mean, like, I brought, I brought this, you know, this, I'm just a small story. You know, there's two young men that were in ITM. And this day, right now, one's a father working hard. He's uh, about to be a fireman. And he's been uh, choreographing for funk for the last, I'd say, nine years, maybe, maybe ten. And then the other one is in California. He's the lead choreographer dancing for, you know, J-Lo, P. Diddy. He did the Bad Boy um, reprise uh, performance. That's and crazy. They were Who? Train? Train? They were... The brothers? No. Devin Woolridge and oh. Jose Ramos, Hollywood. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Those two boys. Yes, those two boys were the nucleus of my team from, what, 2002 prior to 2007. I mean, That's they were... Crazy. I had those two on the same team, and they were. we were taking on dance teams. And now they're, you know, they're grown men doing their own thing, but they still come back. They still come back and teach at ITM. They still come and talk to them. And it makes me feel good because they got the message. You know what I'm saying? No matter how far you go in life, you always remember where you come from. Oh, no man. Matter what. I, I'm, yo, I don't care if it's mushy, sappy, or I don't care what you call it. Every chance I get, I always thank anybody who poured into me or helped me or showed me anything I needed to know about singing, dancing, acting, uh, performing, you know what I mean, Uh, coaching, just anything, Mm -hmm. anything that you did to help me in my journey, I make sure to tell them about it and to tell people, my students, like um, back in the day, um, Guru... His um his one of his um main dudes out of um Gangstar, um his name is Smitty. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Smitty. If it wasn't for Smitty, Smitty like I would I would I would know how to sing, but he used to make me like record. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like absolutely. really show me. And then um a few a few others like showed me how to record into how to write songs and bars and like how to do yeah. that properly. And like you know my my cheerleading coach at Mefford High. She's not there anymore. She's with East Elite. She's one of the founders of East mm-hmm. Elite. And that's one of the top all-star competing teams. Oh, yeah. And so Absolutely. if it wasn't for her, I would never know how to perform and also um, hold back when it's, and, and save energy when it's time to have the energy and, and place it <clears throat> on that stage or that mat when it's time to do it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, discipline and all those things come from, you know, those type of people. Like, you, you there's just so many... Um, people that I've met, um, people that, mm-hmm. that like, you know what I mean? Like having patience and like things Absolutely. like that, like having patience with me in a studio or having patience with me to learn something or any of that stuff. Like, you know, all of that stuff, it takes a, it takes a, a, a round effect on how it shapes you, you know? Um, oh yeah. You know, I've always, go ahead, honey. What's your biggest influence? Ooh, that's that's big, man. Um, as far as me influencing me, mm-hmm. is that the question you're asking? Yep. I would probably say, in all seriousness, and I'm not trying to, you know, get any points or anything like that, but I'd probably say two people. <clears throat> One, oh, two, two groups of people. One would be my grandparents um, because they took the option and choice to move from South Carolina to move up to Massachusetts and my grandfather was the only African-American employee that worked at GE. Wow. You know what I mean? When he, in the early 70s, going to 80s. And I say they influenced me because they weren't afraid to take a risk. They weren't afraid to take a chance. Mm. You know, regardless of the outcome, regardless of what was going to happen, if they took the risk, they took it. 
knowing that they were they were putting everything they were putting all their cards on the table. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I look at that as an inspiration because one, it's different now. We're in 2019. Yeah. But yo, the 1970s, the 1980s, early, even earlier, 1960s and 50s, yo, black people, white people, they ain't mesh with each other. It was it wasn't like, oh, hey, how you doing? It wasn't cool like that. Yeah. My grandfather was the only African American man working inside of an aircraft carrier at GE. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. was the only one, and and he went through it all. My grandmother, same thing. She worked as a visiting nurse. You know, for 20 plus years, she was one of the first African American women to do it. So. I've always seen adversity get get diminished, you know, get demolished. I've always seen people who've worked really hard and, and the payoff has been greater than the work they put in. So yeah. I think that's a major influence for me as far as my grandparents go. My second influence is gonna is gonna be more of an athletic response. Um, I'm really big into into um like African American men that do something prestigious that changes the outcome of, of everybody around them. Right. You know, and I um I've, I've seen a lot of sports. I'm, I'm a sports guy. I've been doing that for a long time. But uh, my major one would probably be uh, Emmitt Smith uh, from the Dallas Cowboys. And I say him because he came from a really tough college, a really tough background. Mm-hmm. He went into NFL football. He was 0-16 in his first season as a running back. And everybody called him out and said that he wouldn't be successful. You know, And I get, I get a lot of heat because I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan living in Massachusetts. <laughs> I, you know, but his background story is, is impressive. And he finished on top of the game. And when he retired, you know, he walked out on top. You know what I mean? That's he dope. went through everything. And when he was done, he was on top. And honestly, I'm not lying to you when I say, that's my plan. That's my plan. Like, I work my tail off to be in the position I'm in right now. Yeah. And when I'm all said and done and I'm ready to take a step back, Girl, I'm walking away on top. I'm gonna walk away. I'm walking away on top. That's my goal. I know that's, that's right. That's well, you know you're affirming you know? yourself and you're speaking that to existence, so that's what's gonna happen. Okay. Yes, ma'am. You I'm know? Not, oh yeah. I I put it on the info. I put it on the universe because I'm not afraid of hard work. I'm not afraid of of, of of a hard task or you know of taking on a major challenge. That's what I've been doing my entire life. It's taking on major challenges Yo, and not backing down. The message y'all had at the East Coast Throwdown was so dope. Huh. Thank you. Like I don't even think the crowd underst like they they got that. They like, didn't get it all the way. Yo, let me just say, hold up. Like <laughs> first of all, let me paint a visual for those who are listening. You know what I mean? I even though we're you know, this is gonna air, but it ain't and it ain't live, but those who are gonna actually listen, my my mm-hmm. my brother had his team have boxes with with what was it, money, power, and respect. Money. Money, power, respect, yes. And every time that they lifted the boxes up, it was like every time that they mm-hmm. decided to even utilize the name of that box, they it came with the action behind it. Yes, ma'am. So Absolutely. You felt it. If you understood what he was the message, you knew like power was a struggle, so she's she's walking Thank like you. it's heavy. You know what I mean? She's thank walking you, like it's thank heavy. You, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, struggle, you know, like back and forth with it. Like, y- yo, mm-hmm. I don't think people caught the message. Like, I don't nah, know. Nah, they didn't. I think they I think they enjoyed the scene. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because but, it is a song. You know what I mean? Lil' Kim, she made that joint hot. That expression will always be something that everybody can refer to with Lil' Kim. Yeah. But for us, it was more like, all right, We've been around for a long time. 
and everybody always, always is going for money. Everybody wants power, yep. but not everybody gets respect. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, in our theme itself, the first thing we put down was money because everybody wants that. Everyone goes mm -hmm. for it. But if you notice, it's the first thing we got rid of. Yeah. Because that's the easiest to attain. Money is one of the easiest things to get in life. Power, it's a struggle. Yeah. That's why, you know, when someone, when the person was carrying a box and they dropped it, my message there was, ah, right, you might have some power, but you need more than just power to carry it out for people. Exactly. So she was, she was walking with that, that box as if it was heavy, like a ton yes. of bricks. Okay. Yes. And that, to and me, you, that, it, right. that, in, that indication and that expression was like so well done. So like, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, from a, from a bit, from a person on the outside, not talking from a judge's panel, um, mm -hmm. I'd like to see you do that same set a few other places, tightening it up and yeah. keep tightening and sharpening yeah. that iron because well, I tell you, we, uh, yes, we spent a lot of time doing that, my dear. Oh, girl, I, I no hope idea. you guys don't stop doing that set. <laughs> no, I'm dead it's, serious. Uh, it, I, I need to, yeah, we need to no, see that of, one more or people, two more times. Well, there were some people at the end of the show that said, you know, a lot of people in the crowd may not understand what you guys are trying to say, but we got it. You know, That's I had right. parents coming to me saying, saying, yo, run up. Like, we don't see things like that in the regular. You we know, don't we anymore because everybody they doesn't did. use props. They, they don't, they don't, they don't yeah. entertain. They don't perform, yo. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, no, we're doing, we're going to, we're going to bring that back. We're going to use it again. And, you know, I took the, I took the screwdriver and I took a protractor and I took my entire set and I tightened it up and I honestly, I, I moved it around. I'm, when I say I moved it around, there's not one routine where my team stays still at all. I read every single judge in our comment. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. You know, because like the said, thing I'm is, is I, like, I, prepare, you know? I didn't get a chance to tell you that. I'm like, yo, do you know how powerful this, this, like, if you were to do this set everywhere you perform, the more you perform it, the better it's going to get and the more people are going to yes. understand the message. And if all it Thank takes you. is for you to put it in the right setting where people are mm -hmm. looking for a message and under, and they're, yes. and you, cause you know, there's a lot of people walking around here hurt and, uh, yeah. and, 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 you know, they're, they're looking to be moved and, and they're, they're looking for empowerment and, and unity and all those things. Watch yeah. when you when you you just need to keep performing that set a few times, yo. Because Thanks, not for nothing, you know, I I love everybody who is in the dance world in our community, right? Um, and and yes. I think a lot of crews, the reason why they look good, is because they've been doing those sets so much. And it doesn't yeah. matter if somebody saw it at one uh, event to another event; it don't matter, because it mm -hmm. matters about how you execute that set. And yes, what, what and what the impact is, and that's why you got you got um, crews like Funk, you know, where their lines are cleaner and this and that. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you got sometimes where they where they got where people got to work. Everybody has that issue, right? But absolutely, they've absolutely. gotten they've gotten to where they are because they perform those sets frequently, and that's yeah, the, and that and that's goes. What, furthermore, that's with any artist. Every artist yeah, who absolutely. goes on a tour, why you think that Beyonce when she has. Uh, Amandy and Kim and 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 Ashley and and um Ebony and and Kaysen when she was dancing with them like why you don't think all those girls the core dancers her set and her performances got better and better 
because she performs it in, in city after city, state after state, well, country after you, country. I'm hoping you go to Prelude. I'm hoping you go to Prelude this weekend. I am. I promise you. You're I gonna, am. You're going to you're gonna say, I'm telling you, you're going to look at me and say, that brother runner knows what he's talking about because he told me he was going to do this. And when you see it, I guarantee you, it's going to be like you saw two different performances. That's that's Watch. that's what I mean, and I and I didn't want to I didn't want to say anything, cause you know I don't it's want okay, anybody. But but you know what, this ain't gonna air this weekend anyway. So by the time okay, I yeah, see it, go. you know what I'm saying. So it don't even matter like what my you know what I mean like what we yeah. I don't we don't have to be careful in that way because like I said, I w I would want to see that at Apollo. Like do that in Harlem, and I'm telling you, folks is gonna be like, oh. yo, what? You do that in... <clears throat> you know what's funny? I saw, there was a young man, uh, Tony T. He did for United um, United Fam. Oh, yeah. That's, Tony. That's, 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 that's my old fam. That's my, that's my, my brother. I mean? That's brother. I know Tony. I know Tony from when I coached uh, football at Dean College. Tony was a student. He was a dance student at Dean. And when I saw him there that night, he was like, running, what's going on? I haven't seen you in so long. It was nothing but love. You know what I mean? That's how, that's how it is. Like, every time you see somebody you haven't seen for a long time. The reason why I'm saying Tony's name, though, is because when we got done performing again, that wasn't the, that was probably the, that's the first time that set has ever been performed. That set that you saw. Because we had been doing a different set for months before because we were working on that one. Tony said to me, he was like, yo, run. I've seen your team dance plenty of times. He goes, the message that y'all just put out on yeah. that stage. Yeah. He was like, yo, nobody got, no one, no one's going to understand that. He's like, no one's going to really get where you're coming from. He goes, I, I did. did. Oh, yeah. They were like, shut <laughs> up. Like, I, I got it. They were you like, know? shut and up. I, again. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I know Billy Billy and Bobby was like, oh, my God, with Chanel. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they know me by now. Like, I I love man. I love them, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least Rhea, mm -hmm. she, she can tolerate it because Rhea, I do that at her shows. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, whenever she has her shows, I'd be standing up. I'm at the yeah. front of the stage screaming. No one record. Kiwan will ne Shamika and Kiwan. Kiwan will never record their set um, with a camera next to me. They what? They just won't. Cause they did it with. <laughs> they did it for World of Dance, and I was so um, excited. And like you could just hear me screaming and going off and go crazy when I would see everybody perform. And, ch yeah. and I next thing I get uh, is Shamika calling me. And keep on like, yo, we can hear your mouth in the whole thing. We can't even use it. We can't even use it. So when you guys were performing, I had to sit down. And Yange knew exactly what she was doing, too. Because normally, if we were on, like, anywhere uh, where I had freedom to walk around, nah. Mm -hmm. It would be over. It would be over. See, she was smart this time, boy. Because the last couple of times we did the Bean Town Bounce and all that stuff, and there's a table yeah. there, and you know you can freely get up off that that table and walk around. Exactly. Cause I remember when you guys performed at at um at the Reggie Lewis, and we had that table there. And I remember yeah, I don't yeah. even remember sitting down because you. Yeah, I, and I think you actually performed. Yes. You are actually performed, and you actually did a talk. Mm. I think don't you slipped, and I stood in front of that table. And I was like, you know, going crazy because it was like the first time I seen someone who looked like me do a stand and tuck and like kill a set. Like, wait a minute, what? Thanks. Like, I'm, I was used to seeing so you know, like, you know, when you there's a difference. There's some folks who will flip 
and you know they just learned how to do it off of a mattress. But then yes, you got some absolutely. folks who know how to actually tumble. You know what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. And that's the, that was the difference. So Yange knew what she was doing this time. She's like, yeah, I ain't. Chanel gonna be sitting next to this person and sandwiched in over here. She ain't getting up. <laughs> she ain't getting up. I was like, and oh, you should have seen Lord. me. Because the minute I seen the boxes come out, I was like, oh, hell no. Here we go. Let's go. Yeah, we. I, no one no one knew it. Like, even Shauma, she was like, change, what are those? I was like, ah, oh, this is a part of the message. That's all. I know, that's like, right. Okay. She don't yeah. need to know. She don't need to know. Uh, no, she ain't need to know. That's why we waited. You know what I mean? We kept it low key. We waited. We waited for it. Yeah, you know y'all, what I mean? y'all did that. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. You know, it, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely one of those situations that. I wasn't trying to to bombard the message on people. However, there have been shows where my team has, has done really, really well and things haven't gone our way. And then there have been shows where I'm like, all right, but we might get second, we might get third, and we've taken first. But no matter what happens, the outcome of a show, we have always remained the same. That's right. And I just wanted to say, I've always, I just wanted to say, hey, listen, we've been on top, we've been on the bottom, we've been in the middle, but we've never changed up who we are. As That's people. right, never. and don't, don't. You know, B-City reps, Funk Phenomenon, I go all the way back to Status Quo, Golden Kids, All-Stars, Stages. Yep. I go through a plethora of names, of teams and crews that we've gone against. And they can always say, yo, I team has always been one of the most respectable crews. We always That's bring right. energy, we always bring love. That's right. we always show respect to every crew we've ever played with. Every time, every time, everyone. I agree. You know? I agree. You always, I the thing that I love the most and I, and I recorded is that the the showmanship like yes. that's the one thing that I can say that ITM always has is showmanship and I and I love that because it shows that you know there's 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 a maturity level of like it's 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 always a competition it's never personal and and it's it's mm-hmm. it's not it's it's always to grow and it's always to be supportive of our it's us we're we're an us yeah. we're not a like you over there and then us no it's all of us you know what i mean and that's yeah, what i get out of absolutely. out of itm what's your um what's your specialty or your technique who yeah these questions be these questions be getting y'all <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna lie to you you know i i would i would love to say that my specialty has always been um you know isolations but I think I'm very, very good at just street choreo mm-hmm. and transitions. That's always been, like, even in stepping, you know what I mean? Like, when we were versus Matter Hunt, mm-hmm. we were versus, you know, a tough set team. Like, I've always tried to make our our performances high energy and, and keep people looking for something new, you know? But one thing I've, I've recognized and realized <sighs> is that the generations move faster than we want them to. So... You know, you might be a crumper, you might be a, a, a b-boy, but you got to be able to do choreography, isolations. You got to be able to do, you know, stab. You got to be able to do something different. Because nowadays, if you're just one focus and one yeah. main thing. Yeah, you get, you get swallowed up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I would say that anything that I really focus on, I've always focused on high energy, but street choreography has always been my main thing. I love... I love taking. I love seeing things and being able to create off of it. You know, yeah. my kids get mad at me sometimes because I don't teach. I don't teach one, two, three, four. You know, five, I don't do that. I've never been like that. Mm-hmm. If you say 
yo, run, show me that move. I'm like, boom, cat, boom, ta-da-da, boom, no, cat. Listen, listen, we all know, we all know that language. And we, and as a choreographer and as a dancer, so, we understand each other on a boom, cat, ta-da-da-da-da. Yeah. So, like. If anyone says to me, yo, if someone says, what do you mean by that? I should not be working with them. I know that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not afraid to say that. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I don't work well with everybody. And that's one thing I recognize on myself, too. I am a very tough person. I'm a tough director. Like, I, I, I demand perfection. I expect you to be on time. I expect you to be consistent. But I also expect, I also give humbleness, love. You know what I mean? If I have rehearsal for three hours, you guarantee my team is stopping in the middle of it eating some food or drinking something. You know what I mean? Like, I always take care of the people around me. And, and if I, I can know you from a hole in the wall, if you fall over on the side of the street, I'm going to walk over and help you up. That's the type of person I am. Well, but when it comes to putting work in, you know what I mean? When it comes to putting work in, I don't want you to walk into my rehearsal and throw my kids off because we're working on this right now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't come you know, in distracted now. Don't come in there distracted. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I always, like, we always, you know, at our, at our studio, we always have old members come back in and just want to, you know, see what's going on with ITM or want to know how the team's doing. And, you know, I got a lot of kids that are on a lot of different crews that were on ITM. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's, and I'm, and I'm humble about that. You know, I've got probably seven kids that are on Funk Phenomenon that were on my team. You know, mm. I got a couple on Unknown Hype. But me and Shamika have always talked about that. And, and I, 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 I will expect that. When they get older, yo, yow, go do you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you're in high school, you're with me. And we're going to work hard and we're going to make ourselves better. That's right. So it, it's, <clears throat> that's, that's one of the... Because if, if, you, if you're a, a person that says you're here to make people better and you're a director and you're trying to do the right thing, your numbers speak for you, man. Because people lie, numbers don't. That's right. You know? And my, right. the way I look at it is I got probably 74, maybe 75 graduates of college. A couple people got doctorate degrees, but they were on ITM. That's you know what I mean? That's they had amazing. to maintain it. They had to maintain a 2.5 GPA to be on ITM. If you didn't do your work in in high school or in the classroom, you ain't going on my stage. Absolutely not. I would not let you go on stage to perform. And you'll bring your homework to rehearsal, and you will sit your behind down and do it. Absolutely. That's how. That's 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 what. That's old school. That's the old school way. These kids now, they used to just being able to do it because they need the person is depending on them. Because, the, nah. you know, there's an entitlement. And, yo, like, not for nothing, I'm glad you do that. Because now they have something they have to work hard for. You know if what I mean? If you can't go to class, if you can't go to school and get your grades, you can't be attentive in the classroom with a teacher, what makes you think you can last in the, in a, in a studio with me? Mm-mm. Period. That's why I look at it. I'm, I'm, I'm real about it. I have you know? a, I, my and coach was like that. She, I, I don't see my coach... I mean, I was embarrassed, but I, I, she she was right. She had every right to do it. She found out my grade in, in um, I think it was algebra. She came to mm-hmm. that school, flung that door open, and was like, you, get over here. I was like, Rrr. okay. <laughs> and and the teacher was like, oh, shoot. Because the teacher yeah. never seen her at the school at that time. So he yeah, knew that yeah, she was, he knew that she was a coach. And she was like, after she took me in that hallway and she reamed me out, she was like, listen, yeah. you cannot do this and this and that and the third. And then she walked back in there mad calm and she said, what does she need to do in order to pull this grade up? Because she's going to do it. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay. You know what I mean? But that's that's also tough love. And that's also 
you know, a yes. coach who shaped, uh, you know, how I do things and how I make my accomplishments. I, I owe a lot of my accomplishments to my parents, my mom, my dad, mm -hmm. you know, my family and coaches like that. And you know what I'm saying? So they're going to appreciate it in the long run and not for nothing. You know what? When you train people up, they ne they don't mm -hmm. forget you, especially if you yep. taught them something. So like when they go yeah. off and they go, cause not like no, no, no lie. Um, Larome, Zay, Lex, a lot of the, um, Keese, a lot of the dancers, mm -hmm. status quo, a lot of them, would, we would talk and we would have, and, and they would come and ask advice about what do I, what should I do next? And I'm like, yo, to be honest, yeah. I think you should go over to here because this, this place has a good program and they got a good, yeah. you know, crew and you should go here. Like you should be able to refer your dancers or dancers that have come to you and worked with you to where their next step is and where their next you know, where they would be best at because you know them well. So you know where they're going to prosper. You can, if you got an eye for stars and star making, you know mm -hmm. who's who and you know who's got that it factor and you know what you got to give them. You know where you got to refer Absolutely. them to. So it's never, it should be, it should never be about mine, mine, mine. And I'm keeping these dancers, you know, because you'll stifle a, a, a person. And if you're not careful from a spiritual standpoint, if you don't, um, if you don't help pour into an in a, a, a person and you know that they're they're you know you have something to guide them somewhere else and you know it's for yep. the better that will convict you to the T and you could make you can mess up their destiny and your purpose and their purpose you can mess Absolutely. up mess up your whole path like i i, I don't do you them know, things was, that's that's so true when i was younger it was very difficult for me to to make decisions like that because Again, I was young-minded, and I was only thinking about the moment. You know what I mean? Not so much the future. That's right. Now you have a you have a conversation with me now, girl. I will refer you like I am a librarian. Yo, you go? no lie. <laughs> it, it, yo, I watched this. I watched a, a, a sermon, right? And the sermon is called "Getting Your Ducks in a Row." It's by Pastor Michael Todd, and he's like you and me, mm -hmm. young but a little older, but still young. And mm -hmm. like he when he when he preaches, he's talking. And he's like saying yeah. like, yo, down to your money. Like if you messed up some bread in one season, it will mess you up in the next two or three seasons. If Absolutely. you don't, if you don't manage yourself right. Like, Absolutely. so I, I like when you hear that, you'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. What? I'll tell you, a lot of people don't realize how much an influence they can have on a person just by making a drastic decision. Right. You have no idea. And the only time people really get it, realize what they've done is when they see the outcome right in front of their face. Mm -hmm. But the majority of the time when those drive decisions are made, the outcomes happen way down the line. Right. You know what I mean? Like further down, like not just tomorrow, but like a month from now, you know? Right. And I try to, I try to be the opposite of that. You know, I, I gotta, I gotta say, hon, I have done a lot. <laughs> Me as, a, as an individual person. However, I did not run ITM by myself. And I'm a realist when I say this. My daughter's mother, uh, Amy, she was a, a really, really huge impact on keeping the uh, the emotional side of ITM together. You know, we had three different, um, we had three or four different houses where we uh, um, had our studio at. And I would not be able to do a lot of the things I was doing if I didn't have somebody else mm -hmm. talking with these kids. 
Because I was, there was no, as I said, when I was younger, it was more drilling. It was more, you know, choreographing. It was teaching, making sure things were done, you know. Because I'm not governmentally funded. I'm not, you know, I'm not taken care of by an organization. Everything I've ever done for ITM has been come has come from me. That's me right. personally. That's crazy. Period. You, you know? know, but I will say, <laughs> I would never, I wouldn't even have the amount of success I've had if I didn't have her helping me with these kids and guiding them. Um, helping with getting them job placements, making sure their their grades were correct. Because she would do a lot of that, a lot of the uh, the the the, uh, the paperwork and a lot of the stuff that, honestly, I didn't want to pay attention to. Wow. And you know, you you can't you can't run a whole team with a ball by yourself. I, I'd be lying if no, I didn't say. No, no. And you know what? Yeah, Behind you know what every saying? every great man, there's always a good woman. Absolutely, and you know, and, and we and we are we are not together, but we we co-parent very well and. We make sure our kids are taken care of. So I'm not going to be, you know, this egotistical, you know, human being sitting there saying, yeah, I, 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 yeah, my team is ITM, but I didn't do it all by myself, you know. And I'm real enough to say if I didn't have her around, it wouldn't it wouldn't be as long-lasting as, as it has been. That's amazing. You know what I mean? Well, and, and, yeah, always, I gotta keep it real. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you always need, you always need a team and a, and a, and your people around you to sort of help you build stuff. Like, you know... Yeah. I mean, or if you if you if you're willing to do it by yourself, there still needs to be some sort of support system around you to help yeah. you. You know what I mean? What's yeah. your um? And what, I mean, like the sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your favorite part of the business? Ooh, you know what? My favorite part of doing what we do, I gotta say, is the night before a showcase or a competition. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because yo. Weeks leading in, you got hell week, you know what I'm saying? You got preparation, you got to make mixes, you got to make sure dancers got uniforms. But, yo, that night before the show, when everything is in order, all ducks are in a row, you know, and you do that last run through, yo, we have a breakdown for every rehearsal. And I can't, I'd be lying to you if I say, yo, that, I can't wait till Friday night. Because, yo, when we get done with rehearsal, we're going to break it down. And that right there, that's my moment of success. That's my best part That's because good. regardless of the outcome, regardless of what we did leading up to that day, that moment can never be taken away from you because it's the moment you have your highest success. Yeah. Because you've completed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's done. And the next day, yeah, you got to go on stage and perform, but you're not changing anything else. You're here. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. It's like a roller coaster. So Once you strap in, you ain't yeah. no getting off of that, that ride now. Exactly, you know, and I and I always I tell my kids, you know, when we go into tech time and we get ready to go on the stage. I'm like, yo, just leave it out there and have fun, you know. We do a prayer circle, you know, because we lost a, a great member of ITM in 2007, and we always do a prayer circle for her to show homage and, and pay respects to what she did for ITM. Um, but I always try to tell my kids, you know what, this ain't the end of the, end of, the end of your life. This isn't the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna go. You're gonna give people a good show. But when we get done with that show, yo, you're still that person. Right. You still have to be who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, so I, I, like, I, I try to keep it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I know it's, I mean, there's probably people like, oh, that, that don't make no damn sense. But to me, it does. Because it's the moment that can't be taken away from you. No, Those there ain't no, listen, I've heard so many different things. Like, you know, shout out to Frenchie. Frenchie said the rehearsals. Those are her, that's her yeah. favorite part is when it's preparation you know, for the bigger production, but the, 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 the community that happens and the unity that happens during the rehearsals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, talking with your village and, and, and being among that 
and preparing together, getting your outfits together. That's the cool part. What's your favorite place to be? Is it the stage, auditions, gigs, rehearsal, oh. competition, tour? You know, you know what? You got a great... Yo, you're hitting me hard right now. I yo, know. Favorite place? <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Because we have... Our studio's dope. I love my studio. I'm never going to act like I don't love where we have our rehearsals at. Um, auditions is definitely in my top three. Like, I love auditions. Because when you see brand new faces... Yeah. And you got everybody nervous in the room... And I love, like, the moms that, like, sit on the side, like, is my child going to be? I'm like, I just love that. I, don't, I think that's that's the best time right there. Because I remember I was 13 years old trying to for Bush Gardens, nervous as hell. And I was this big, chunky little black dude trying to go, trying to go out for a team with overalls on, doing flips. Like, you know what I mean? Like, But you was, so I, but you like, was stood out. You stood out. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, you that. Know, but I would say it's probably a show that we've done for the last five, I mean, six years. We've done the Puerto Rican Festival in Boston. Oh, my God. That's year. so dope. Yo, and let me tell you, every time we go to the festival, the first time we went, I was nervous. Because I'm like, all right, here I am. I'm this black dude. But, yo, my team, yo, mucho you know what I mean? We could dance. Like, we could do it. So let's go, you know? Right. So we perform, and the crowd lost their mind for us. And I didn't do any Spanish songs. You know what I'm saying? So every year, I've always incorporated a certain type of Spanish song. But last year... When we did it, we opened up for Luma Day. It was at night. It was right in the middle of City Hall. I know, Boston. that's right. It was a carnival. Yo, I'm telling you right now, my daughter, my daughter being born was the best moment of my life. But, yo, that was definitely right up there because the kids went off. They were excited. And it was like they were in a concert. You yo, know y'all do the Puerto and, Rican Fest when I was up there with Marcella Cruz. That was one of, that's one of the artists I work with. Yo, I'm trying to tell you, it just, it just, it's just unreal, man. I love giving my kids when is it? an opportunity to perform that they never expected they would get. You know what I mean? When is it this year? And like we do it. I'm sorry, get yeah, huh? When is it this year? This year, it's um, it's gonna be the last weekend in July. You oh. know what I mean? I'll make sure you get. I'll get the, when I get the fly. I'll send it out to you for sure. Got it. Yeah. But um, we do another show, and this is and this is probably my one A. Okay. We do a show called um, called Express Yourself, and we work with children from the Department of Mental Health. Wow! And when we when we work with these kids, you know, we teach them choreography, and they bring in Blue Man Group. They bring in stars. what? You know, they're bringing in the Road Dogs from uh, World of Dance, and That's they bring my crazy. team in. And I'm telling you right now, I. I work with kids all day long, but when my kids get to work with these kids and go on the stage with them, that's a moment. You can't coach that moment. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't teach a kid how to handle that moment because they're going to handle it the way they want to handle it. They're in a room, a dressing room with the same kids. They're doing their makeup. They're putting their hair up. And then when they go on the stage, they get to perform with these kids who don't have anything. You wow. know what I mean? You know? And when they, when, they, when they get on the stage and the show's over, they're yelling, they're screaming, they're excited. And it's simple things that we do with them, like simple movements, but it changes their entire life. Yeah. And that that's that's probably my one A. That's you know what I mean? Is the impact dancing has on people that we work with. That I, that's what I probably enjoy more than most. Man, that's like that's planting seeds and igniting a fire in a person when, when you when they get to do that, you know, the, yeah. there's so many on so many levels how dope that is. Like yeah. There's no um, egos in the room, like man. That would that that sounds. When do y'all do that show? 
I'm, I guess I should probably do it the right. Shout out to Express Yourself um, out of Beverly, Mass., the Coming Center. The show is the 25th anniversary. It's May 23rd, and it will be hosted at the uh, the Wang, uh, Wang Theater in Boston. Really? Right I want to go. I want to go. Like Kanye, it is free 99. No way. Yes, ma'am. Yes, wow, it is. wow. You know I'm gonna be on it's you. I'm gonna be on your back for that. For that. For that date yeah, again. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a variety show that is open to the public, you know. And um and there's a whole drumming core, you know. The um the Express Yourself team received the President's Award um from Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. and the drumming core went to went to um D.C. and performed for her. You know, and that's how we close the show out. We have a solid drum core. Um, we have a lead drummer. Uh, his name is John. Unbelievable. He is from Africa, and girl, yo, he will turn a party out. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, he goes off, and there's 27 drummers on stage. Dun, 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 banging, knocking. You out. said May 23rd? That's a Saturday, right? May 23rd is a Thursday. It's Thursday, a Thursday Thursday night. The show, the doors open at 6, the show starts at 7. You sure? And it usually ends about 8.39. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, look in your car. Look in your, go ahead, girl. I got to look at the... Can- you. Yeah, that. that's the night I teach, though. Oh, what time is it? It's May 23rd at 7 o'clock. I got, listen, I'm giving you an advance day now. I'm giving you a month in advance. Maybe you can get somebody to teach it. <laughs> right, right. You over there trying to give me a, give me a sub. You know? I'm just saying. I would step in if I could, but you know I got to go and perform. I can't. Right. And that well, show, I perform at that show. That's the show that I... That's what I do for me. But my team also does it, too. I know. You're like, listen, let me come out of retirement and show y'all what time it is real quick. Listen, when, I, <laughs> when, when, I, when the director told me that Stomp was in the show, I, listen, I've been doing this show for 14 years, man. Going on, This is my 15th year. Wow. And uh, when every time I hear Stomp is there or Blue Man Group is there, oh, yeah, I'm at the studio like, yo, we got to turn up on this part. We right. got to turn up on this part. You know what I mean? <laughs> because, you know, they bring him in as special guests. But the kids are excited because of the name. I'm excited because I want to show my brand versus the name. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it, it's dope. It, it is a lot of fun. And, and the show has probably about five or six choreographers. You know, I'm one of the lead choreographers for the show also, too. And uh, it's just amazing, you know. So just you, working with the kids and giving them a chance, you know. So you producing shows. I mean, you've been doing that, though. What's What's been yeah, some of your you struggles? Know. The struggles yeah, as far as like, putting shows so, together or getting shows. Wait, so what's the, okay? So this is these are the 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 criteria. The real and, questions. I like. So that. what's been some of the struggles? The money, um, the relationships, location, uh, the crews you or artists what? or stage. Like, what's been some of the struggle in within um, you know ITM or with you? Like in terms of what's been some say, of some constraints. Yeah, no, I would say um, I would say struggles. In the earlier years of ITM, and I'm talking like 2000 to probably 2009, is the reason why we perform. The mm. reason. Are we performing to be recognized as the best crew? Or are we performing to be better than the person that was better than us? You know mm. what I'm saying? That's, and, and yeah, having, that's and, and having And having the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Having like the, the character to to give these kids a reason to keep pushing and keep working hard. Like mm-hmm. I said, I'll go back to, I'll go back to a, a Beantown bounce competition that was held at the Reggie Lewis center. My team took second place in the competition. However, the team that took third took the trophy that was second place and left the third place trophy. And one of my kids was like, yo, run, you just gotta let them run off with our trophy. 
I had to I had to be real with him. I said, what am I going to do? Snatch a high school kid up and, and take the trophy from him? Wow. He was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, you got to do that. And honestly, it was one of the hardest moments of my life as a director and as a person because I had to be real with it. I had to say, listen, he might have the trophy, but the entitlement we still have. That's right. Like, we are still... We're still the people, you know, everyone's going to recognize us. He said to me, yeah, but the trophy is something that we can reflect on when we, you know, when we get older, we can look back at it and say, yeah. I'm wondering what Yan said. Me. What did Sky and them say about that? It was honestly, it was one of those moments where we were the outside team. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like we're the team from over the bridge. So the team that took third was a Boston team. They just ran off with the trophy. That was it. That was it. That's crazy. You know, and I said, I, I got, I'm not taking anything away from, from Sky. You know, she's my peoples. I love her to death. But it hurt. It was very difficult. Wow. And there were times when we were the team from Lynn going into a Boston competition. Everyone was like, oh, they ain't going to do anything to handle us. They ain't going to be able to do nothing. Yeah, but right. But then when we got done performing, when we got done performing, it was like, yo, I don't want them at any other show we go to. I don't even want them on the stage with us no more. You know what I mean? And I'm talking like when Terry Walker would host a dance competition. Why? And he would have like certain, I'm talking about Terry would have like certain crews from the area and then boom, out of nowhere, here's this team from Lynn Mass. You know what I'm saying? Right. The team would kind of take that hard. So that, I would say that at an early stage of my career was difficult because I don't understand my kids that, would not want to, it, it was tough, you know, and, and it's, like I said, 2000, 2009, at the time it's gone along, I would say the number one struggle I've gone through is lasting long. And what I mean by lasting long is, all right, you got the Mike Jones effect. Back then they didn't want you, but now you're hot, they all on you. And I'm over here like, I'm not looking to be hot for anybody. I just want my kids to feel like what they're doing is worth it. Right. But in the kids' eyes, in the kids' eyes, they want recognition. They want respect. You know what I mean? They want street credit. They want people to know how good they are. Well, you know what but that is. Me, that's that's all that generation, yo. Seriously. Yes, that's a social media. That's why I say lasting long and being a team that's up there, you know? Because one of the biggest things for us, from being from Lynn, is we don't get that, like, immediate grit kid that just wants to dance. Mm -hmm. Do nothing else but dance. You know what I'm saying? They I'm know like, the hey, name and they the audition girl. for the name. Exactly. Exactly. My, like, I might get the girl that works, you know, 28 hours a week paying for her mama's oil bill, but she still got, you know, three hours out on, on a Sunday and she can come rehearsal and dance. And I'm going to work with my tail off with her for those three hours because right. I know I'm not going to see her for a whole week. Right, right, you know what right, I'm saying? right. And, she, and, and you can eyes, tell she wants it because she comes on a day that yes. she don't, she had worked all them days you and she come on a day off. Exactly. So we would go against crews that have people at rehearsal, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then, you know, the off day, they're there on that day also too. Whereas I would only have rehearsal two times a week. But then you got you. Teammate. Then you had some crews where they did their set so much that that they barely rehearsed and would be up there uh, winging it. Yes. And still yes. and still getting a, a crowd response because you know exactly. of the stuff that they're doing. You know what I mean? They know they had mastered. Exactly. Whether they're what, doing a, a dance everybody knew or they're doing something that everyone was able to catch on. So you know what I mean? They got the eye pleasers or the crowd right. pleasers. You know. And let me tell you, I will say and this. I, I said this to to Keon. And I'll say this to anybody else as well as ITM. You have to look at your crew and already know what is this crew about? What is yes. their it thing? What is that thing that collectively they look good doing? And when yes. you figure that out, 
then you do that and you and you cultivate Instead that. Of trying to do something else. Right. Exactly. Because because I'm gonna tell you like this: when I'm looking at an artist and the artist says, you know, I sing or I dance or I rap and I do or I do all of this and that, and then I listen to the records, and then I listen and I look at them, and then I already know creatively what they what they're to do, especially the ones that don't have direction yet. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I know how to. Go. Take this. You can take this statement, and I know how how well you are when you take statements. The dance crew that I have this year, I only have two returners from my previous teams. Wow. Everybody on my team is new. Really? All new. Wow. Every single one. That's why I put them in the fire. I'm not. I'm being honest with you. I'm a really. I'm. I'm a person that's that is a believer in. Experience supersedes anything else. If you get the experience of something, you will never forget it. You'll always be able to keep it in your mind frame or process it on your own. So I like it. If I put them in the flame early, they're not gonna they're not gonna want to feel like that anymore. So that's why this year, when um, when Unknown Hype had their competition in October, mm-hmm. that was a whole brand new crew. The yeah. whole everybody on the team was all new. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Just to see what they would do. Just to see how they would perform. And now they're like, yo, coach, we want to we want to get better. We, you know, now I'm starting to see their work ethic. I can work them like slaves, and they keep coming back. They keep wanting to learn. They don't want to give up. They want to get better. And now I'm in a position where I can step back and let my older kids teach them. That's, that's the and that that's makes me an, and now that's when you start because I'm 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 approaching that space where I don't have to like you know I have excellent. I mean, and I'm talking from an artist development and artists that I'm working with and dancers that I've been working with for now five, six, seven years, they'll they'll step yeah. in and be like, Chanel, don't worry, we'll handle the come to audition mm-hmm. and we'll handle the the logistics of the audition process because we know what you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Okay. They already know yeah. in them, I already see in them my myself. So I'm like, all right, we know we've done we rocked mad shows together. We've toured together. We know what we're looking for. So I can step mm-hmm. back and watch and say, hmm, I can see the potential in this person, and look, here's why. You know what I mean? And you mm-hmm. gotta just have that Absolutely. experience and the eye for it. Um, I have a, I have a question. Are you, yes. are you doing what you love? Absolutely, positively, hands down, I'm doing what I love. That's amazing. I've always been, I've always been the most athletic. I've been a captain of every team I've ever played for. You know, I've been. I I won three championships as a player. I won five as a coach. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And everybody knows football is my number one. But when it comes to doing what I absolutely love, it's choreographing, directing, and putting kids on stage. That's my mission statement for ITM. You know, to take Mm. kids from the streets of the city of Lynn and give them an open platform to perform on the stage. That's dope. I've never, ever, ever gone away from that i've always stuck to my roots with that and i'm talking like i will see a kid walking down the street he'll have an ipod in his freaking ear and i'll walk, i'll see him like doing something on the side i'll be like yo you need to come over to my dance team and just just come vibe with us man just come in and see if maybe you like being in the room and maybe just maybe you'll find something that you enjoy doing versus right. walking on the street right now that's right see? and yeah I did this last night at my rehearsal. I had a kid in my rehearsal last night that I found walking the street and I brought him in my studio 
and I had one of my older choreographers work with him. Yo, this man came up to me. He was like, what? sir, no one's ever looked at me. No one's ever looked at me like this. No one's ever like taken me and told me, hey, you can do this if you put your, you know, put your mind to it. He goes, all I ever get told is do whatever I feel like doing. Do whatever I want. Oh, see, nah. He goes, and he, yeah, and he said thank you. You know what I mean? He said thank you, you know, just for believing in me trying to do something. That's crazy. The kid's crazy. been texting my phone asking when the next rehearsal is because he wants to come back. That's crazy. You know? That's dope. That is dope. And, I, and again, like, some, sometimes people don't look at those as, like, you know, as what I say. Like, victories, that's a victory because that's one less kid on the street. That's one mm. less kid might be rolling up or, or looking for the next gang to join or some other joint. Instead of gang, you know, ganging up with the wrong people, I'll get him in my, in my studio. And he may not be the best dancer, but he might find commitment. He might right. find consistency. He might find That's right. a place where he, he belongs. You know what I'm saying? You just and find his strength. Maybe, yeah. You find his strength. You yeah, find his strength and you, and you, and you fine-tune that. Because sometimes you need to have... Um, a street team. Sometimes you need to have somebody who handles the equipment, who handles, and yeah. they just need a responsibility and, a, and they need a exactly. job. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They need and something I, to belong really, to. I've always, gotten, I've always gotten a lot of flack from people saying like, run, your heart is way too big. Like, you give way too many opportunities to kids and they might come back and, you know, and dog you out in the long run. And I, I'm very honest. Are they dogging me out? Or are they dogging about the situation or the opportunity? Because that's the reality behind it. Listen, let me tell you something. All I'm doing it. If you, listen, <laughs> if you are operating with a clean heart, then you're going to have all of that come, all the good good opportunities that will open up another opportunity. But if you operate yeah. on an unclean heart and you and you um, burn bridges and you and you mess up opportunities, it ain't nobody getting mm -hmm. affected that you're dealing with. It's you. That's gonna be affected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, Straight I just, up. I, I just, it's, it's important to me to, because I remember when I was young, like I said, I got into a group because I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Mm. And I could dance. You know what I'm saying? And someone gave me a chance. And ever since I got that chance, I've always taken advantage of opportunities because I didn't understand what it meant until someone made me take advantage of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I tell my, I tell my kids, when you talk to somebody, you shake the hand, you look them in the eye. Because you never know when that person might tell somebody else about you. You know, mm -hmm. you might you might meet somebody that says, I want that person to work for me because they they look me in the eye when I talk to them. That shows they got it together. Not only you that, know? not and only that, that's a definite like I be telling my daughter that, too. Now, like you, when I'm going to anybody's talking to you, any adult is speaking to you, any person is speaking to you, always look them in the eye or pay it, you know, mm -hmm. look them in their face to understand what you're connecting to and what you're listening to and the acknowledgement of what they're saying also like yeah, not yeah. only that like you know you know if you are a person who um i'll say two good two things one one thing i learned about not being um punctual i've lost a lot of opportunities because of that i've got fired from mm -hmm. some jobs because of that and not being reliable like you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. i might say i'm gonna do this this and this and i may not do it when i say i'm gonna do it but trust and believe if it's on my heart to do it and I say I want to do it, I, I get it done. But it I will done. say, yeah, like I will say, I think me, um, one of my one of my uh, main things that I've lost out on is opportunities because of poor t time management or a bad attitude. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, 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 it, and, it and takes, a lot of kids don't realize, man. Yeah. You got to work on you. You got to work on you. I mean, yeah. it wasn't until I got older and understood that 
the only person that's going to get affected on on lost opportunities or or you know or not having any opportunities present themselves um is 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 me not the person that because they you know you know you get what you put out and like if you are not a positive person or or you're you know or if you are a positive person that that is that's going to be acknowledged and um People, word of mouth travels a, a, a long way, especially when you are Hell good yeah. at what you do. If you're good at what Hell you yeah. do, people will talk about it. You know what I mean? Period. Yes. And, I, and, and I'm, and I'm Absolutely. grateful for that because any opportunity that I've gotten is because of the way that the person, um, I handled the person or the way that I interacted with the person or what, how, how, how I worked with the person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. And they'll say, or even that they learned from me. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. I'm, I'm gonna take her class. Listen, today, at my daughter's school, her her math teacher said to me, "I was looking for a class. I went to the dance complex to take a class, and it was a very hard uh, scenario for me." And then uh, my cousin said, "You know, um, she showed me. Um, she said, what class are you taking over there?'" Cause sort of after the fact, because she was kind of sort of saying like it was a tough class for her and she doesn't necessarily think that that was the class she should have taken. And her cousin yeah. goes, well, what class were you taking? And she said, well, she, she sent her um, a, a flyer. She said, I'm going to send you a flyer of a class. And, um, you know, uh, this class is, is, a, is a class that you should be taking. It's, you know, it's really good and it's, an ad, it's at the dance complex. And she said, I look at the flyer and it's you. Now you see how God works, God and and the, exactly. and I said, who's the girl that referred you? She's like, she's my cousin, and she says her name. Shout out to Kayla King, yo. That's one of my hey. old, yo. That's one of my friends from back in the day. Like, I, that's like a sister to me, yo. We used to do yeah. our homework together every day after school at my grandmother's house, yo. Like when 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 whenever like when I first got to to Massachusetts and to Medford, she was her yeah. and this girl named Sierra. And like Tiffany Garrow, um, um, Stephanie mm-hmm. Dixon, Melanie Brown, like yo, when I talk about these women, Muscula, Alberta, Alberta's a, a singer to this day, like, and Muscula's like a, a visionary, like yo, these people, t- Sakina, Mooney, like mm-hmm. all of those folks took me under their wing, like, and embraced me. Carolyn, Carolyn um, Watson, like, and one of the dopest singers. Like Kayla, she introduced me to, to to Jamaican like dance hall, like real dance hall, the Gallivans, yeah. like you know what I mean. Like so many people met for like, but but her particularly, if she never took my class and never met me or never was around me, she wouldn't have been able to 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 um to 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 relay that word to Amia's teacher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. yo, you need to take her class because you'll have fun and you'll learn and you'll it's it's a it's a class you need to take. And I, I say all that to say, like, if it wasn't for her experience with me, I don't think she would have been able, she would have referred me. You get what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. And and that's, it's reciprocal. Right. That's the world being reciprocal. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You do one thing, one good thing comes back to you, and the next thing you know, it comes back a tenfold onto you or from somebody else. Absolutely. And then you know what she said? I'm a big believer in that. And you know what she ended up saying? That she's, uh-huh. um, that she's fitness certified. And she could certify people when they need to be have their certs. See? I was like, uh, yeah, me and you gonna connect, okay? 
Right. I got some things I need to talk to you about. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. But um Absolutely. Where, where can we find you on social media? Because I have tried. I can't find y'all. I don't know why if I'm typing in something wrong. Okay, ready? Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna my ITM. ITM is on Facebook. Okay. Literally ITM with the uh the little space there in the making. When you spell in the making though, you have to spell it. M A K apostrophe N. Oh, okay. Yes, that's the reason why. Now, if you're on Facebook. No, I was on Instagram. Instagram, I T M space in the making. And if you, I mean, I don't, I don't put myself on on social media. I just use my coaching name. I just put Coach Run. That's how it's easy to find there. Because I do a lot of um, the social media talk. I do a lot of conversations with college coaches for my players and athletes. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to find Coach Run versus finding James Runham. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, But, I, yo, and I'll tell you, I was like, why can I find... And I'm looking at Kiwan's page to see if he's a friend of you. Like, I'm looking at other people yeah. that might know you. I, I Listen, when I tell you, like, I'm trying to get your information the first time... Because, yo, <laughs> remember when, when I told you, you I was supposed to get your information at the um the first competition in October? Yes, yes. I didn't get it. I and know. then I searched you know, since we then. Because we've been all in, we was all enjoying that day. That's why you know every time we get around each other, there's loud music and a right. lot of people dancing and and and, 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 and and yapping. You know I can yap, man. You know I can talk. Yeah, of course, me too. <laughs> every time is yo, girl, give me a hug and give me a hug. Right, yeah. Later on, I'm gonna see you too. Right. That's that. But trust but me. but like you I know said, what? I'm so glad yeah. I got that opportunity. I didn't let you leave that stage. At e- at the East Coast, no. nah, you wasn't going. No, I you was like, listen, sure. you meant nah, you didn't even. You say, put your number in my phone right now. That's right, <laughs> that's like, right. I'm not yes, letting man, you get by you. without talking to nah. you because it's been how many years? Amia's Mia was like, I want to say she was six months when she oh when and look, she's twelve years old. So I've oh known God. like you guys for like twelve. Well, especially you for twelve years, yo. Twelve man, years. Trust me. You know, someone said to me, they were like, they were like, Runner, do you have like a special ointment you put on? I was like, what are you talking about, a special ointment? What is that? They were like, yo, you don't age. They said to me, I don't age. I was like, no, I age. No, you tell them black don't crack. That's what you say. Black don't crack. Okay? This is all cocoa butter, girl. I don't use nothing but cocoa butter. That's all I use. We eat good and we have good hearts and and, and black don't crack. That's the recipe. Nah, black does not crack. What's your message that you want to leave with everybody? Like, what would you what would you want to leave with everybody? What's the message, man? Because I know you got I, um, something strong. I always I, I always try to do the right thing. I do a message of the day. Matter of fact, I gotta get your um, your Snapchat because I do a message of the day to you know over a hundred people every day. I don't do and Snapchat. I try to leave them. Oh, you know, no. Girl, I look, look, let me tell you. Today, I ask, I ask my, I'm gonna tell you what my my daughter gets so embarrassed. I'd be like, I don't use that chat chat. <laughs> She's like, mommy, stop saying that. It's not chat chat. It's Snapchat. No, it's chat chat. <laughs> it's chat chat. <laughs> you get so mad. No, I um, I would definitely say that. One, I really appreciate you providing this platform, um, for for all directors, choreographers, anybody in the industry who's working with music, dance, entertainment-wise, I think what what you're doing is amazing. And it's Thank a big you. shout out and credit, credit for you being an African-American female and not afraid to push the envelope 
on us, you know, on us brothers and just make it like, yo, let people know who you are, where you're from, what you do, why you do, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I can tell you right now, at, at 2.59, I was a little nervous. You know what I'm saying? No. But at 3.01, I was absolutely fine. You hear what I just said, though? Yeah. At 2.59, I was nervous, but at 3.01, I was good. Right. So I just want to say thank you very much for, for having this opportunity to talk and speak with you. And I guess my my message I pass on to all these young people that are in crews, working with crews, or trying to get into a crew, or be the best dancer or the top choreographer, whatever so forth, as hard as you work to be recognized and have people see what you do, make sure you work that hard on remembering who you are right. before you become that person. Ooh. For real. Say that one more time for, for them because you know that they, 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 we got to give it to them slow now. Well, say that one Absolutely. more time. For all those young people that are trying to be the next best choreographer or the next best you know, dance crew, you know, World of Dance, ABDC, whatever, so forth. As hard as you're working to get recognized and, you know, receive those likes and that status updates, make sure you work just as hard to remember who you are before you become that person. Because you never, ever lose out on family. You never lose out on people who care about you when you were just that person. Because after you become somebody else, they're being the number one choreographer or the dancer, you end up losing out on those people because they, they're not used to you. They're not used to that person. Mm. They're used to the humble side of you. You know what I mean? And I'll give a great, like, my best example is probably, I mean, Jose Ramos is a great example, but, yo, Keenan Crooks, I've known that young man for, what, 15 yo, years now. Listen, y'all competing in the same competitions, yo. Absolutely. Remember and, that? And matter of fact. Remember 2006? <laughs> yo. yo and I remember seeing him dance, and I was like, yo, he's a beast. Right. Right. But the part that I'm talking about is I've seen his Instagram, his social media. I've seen all the things yeah. he's doing. I saw him perform with J-Lo. I saw him perform and now I'm the BT Awards. You know what when killed me? Him, you know what you you know what affected me the most is seeing him? Mm. And I think I got teary. I don't even know if I told him this. Is like when he actually did the Kendrick Lamar performance. And I yeah, actually so, could see so. him. Because Kendrick yeah. Lamar at that particular time, he made a statement. And it was an impact, mm. and that was that time you felt proud to be who you are. You felt proud Absolutely. of you know of of all of our black men. You felt proud to be a black yes. woman. You felt proud to be a dancer. You felt proud to be a person from Boston. Like all of yes. those emotions, I felt proud to have this person. This this I'm, I'm, as I'm pregnant, have this this mm. young young uh you know star in my house practicing. Mm -hmm to do a show and not knowing and realizing it was going to get bigger for him. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't a matter say, like, of, it wasn't a matter of that it was going, it was, it was when it was going to be, you know what I mean? Like when, yes, when he does it. So yeah, yo, I, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. You know, and, I, and like when I saw Keenan, yo, here's a kid that I used to have, my crew used to go up against him. Mm -hmm. That young man walked up to me and was like, runner? Oh my God, runner. Runner, you're still around. Runner, you're still got ITM. Yo, gave me a hug. And it was like we saw each other yesterday. That's amazing. And simple fact, there's, there's a kid who's successful doing his thing and able to come back and show everybody, yo, I was here dancing, doing the thing, same thing you were doing. Exactly. But he's humble. Exactly. He's humble about it. You know what I mean? And I, I, I give a lot of props to him because it's not easy what he's doing. And not only is it not easy what he's doing, but he's making it happen for himself. And That's I'm really right. proud of that young man. You know, and I give a shout out to my, my kids, you know, Devin, Jose, Kevin, Denise. I give a big shout out to all those choreographers 
that were with me that are doing their own thing right now, and I'm very proud of them. And at the end of the day, you know, life is always in the making, and I say it like that because it's the truth. Ooh, I'm about you to use know that. What can life is always in the making. You know that's life one of your quotes. That's one of your quotes. Yes, ma'am. That's one of your quotes. I'm about to put that on a T-shirt, okay? Yeah. Runner Run said, life is in the making. Life is in the making. Yes, it is. It's true. Runner you know? said, because life is know, in the making. We don't know what could happen. We don't know what could happen tomorrow. Right. We're not in control of what's happening right now. Mm. And we damn sure don't have control of what just happened, which occurred. Right. So that's why I say life is in the making. Lord, have we mercy. Are, we are trying to make it happen. Lord, have you know? mercy. So I, you know, I just, I stick with that. You are, that Listen, I love that. I love that that saying. I might be saying that all day, the rest of the day. Yeah. Life is in the making. <laughs> Yo, I love it. Um, I did reach out to Jose um, Hollywood. Uh, and and mm-hmm. uh, to get him on the podcast, I sent an email. I don't think that he, I don't think that he has, you know, he's read it or if he got time to read it. But I want him on this podcast because they need to know that every goal and if you're a goal for dance is, you know, to go above and beyond and 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 go mainstream or whatever the case is, um, mm-hmm. that definitely is a person beside yourself. Um, it's a testimony. Like, I, yeah. I think I would be equally devastated if you stopped. You know, if like, if I had, if, 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 you know, if no dancers were in Boston, I would be devastated. But like, when I see somebody I've known that's been doing it for so long, still continue to do it. It's very, it's inspiring to me to keep doing what I'm doing. So if you're Thank keep you. going, I keep going. Like, I will say that we need this. Like if if Yange continues to keep her doors open and cultivating, that's enough for mm-hmm. me to okay. I can continue doing what I'm doing. If Raya continues, Billy and Bobby continue. You know, um, mm-hmm. Ricardo Foster, Carl Aline, like um, uh, yeah. Adrian Hawkins, um, uh, uh, yeah. Miss Miss Andrea from Roxbury Center for the Performing Arts, Frenchie, Melissa, Jasenia, yeah, sure. yeah. um, Hollywood. Ian McKenzie, Marcos, right, Gustavo, like you know, Devin, Cassandra, um, everybody um, who, uh, you, like Keenan, like anybody who was doing it, Keys, uh, Pat, Pat, uh, uh, um, <laughs> Thornell, like everybody. If whatever it is you're doing and you continue to do it, when I see you. It's a, it's a, it's a inspiration. It's like a, um, a motivational, uh, speech right back to me to continue doing what I'm doing. So like, and if I missed your name and I didn't say your name, trust me and believe I don't forget no face, person, place, or thing. And honestly, like this is, and when I'm, I'll back you up on that and say a lot of us, me personally, I'm going to a lot of these shows. I see a lot of these newer crews. You know what I mean? They don't know who I am. Mm-hmm. So when I'm around other crews who've been around, I walk up to them. I'm like, yo, good to see you. How's the life going? How's your family going? I try my hardest to say, forget about the competition. How are you doing? Right, right. I try to do that. And I know it's difficult when you're in the moment, but if we don't do it, then damn it, we don't know why we're doing it. Right. To be honest with right. you. Right. If I if I don't if I'm not seeing how people are do you know what I mean like I've known Rhea for years I remember when she had the um, the twins and she had Chris Rich and the, and the Rich twins I remember when they were young walking into the, the boxing ring for a battle I still see them I still mm-hmm. talk to those people I, I know their sister I know their mm-hmm. moms you know what I mean like it ain't just 
about the show. It's not just about the competition because if it was only about that, mm-hmm. then there really would be no competition because nobody would really give a damn about right, each other. That's right, why right. That's I think, true. you know, you know, and I just, I, I think, what yo, you yo too. by naming all those people? Yo, huh? yo, yo, too. Like, yo, yo. I, oh, before yeah, she even, yo, yo, oh my god, yeah, you know, so crazy. Like yo, yo, I mean, so, yeah. yo. I know. I told her. I told her mother this before. Like yo, the minute that she started dancing at Emmanuel College, I already knew she was a star. Like hands down, she has that thing. She ha- I can't describe it. It's like how you feel when you see Janet. How you feel when you see Michael Jackson. How you feel when you hear Mary J. or or Aaliyah. Or, or when you certain artist, she has that thing, yo. Like, and I don't. I mean, I'm sure she'll hear this and be like, "Oh my God, Chanel." But that's how I felt when I first and and up until now. Every time she goes off, I'm like, "Yo, yo, yo!" Is like, if if we couldn't if we couldn't be in our shell and we could only be a spirit, you know that one when they mm-hmm. walk when she walk in the room. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Seriously, that's how dope Absolutely. she was, and she is, and she continues to be. Like, this is why I'm so protective of this dance community because we have some really, really, really heavy hitters. Like, I don't forget yes. nothing. Like I said to you, nah. I just can see you in the front doing a standing tuck, 2006. <laughs> and I'm like, this this dude is, this is, this dude is off the hook. Like, and I don't you even know, know I, I might have. I'm still feeling it. Yo, I might have put a me on somebody else's lap and got up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I do you remember when she wore her tutu and them glasses and she she modeled on the dance floor on the on the mat? Yes, of course I do. Yes. <laughs> and she walked around with it and had it walking and her hair was tied by side of South Cool. Yep. Yep. Yo, things like that. People you had to be there to enjoy that That's stuff right. to say, yo, I was there for do, that. Yo, do I you remember when Mayor Menino started dancing? Listen. God rest his soul. Yeah. But yes, he didn't was up there for too long, but he gave us what he could give us. You know what I'm saying? He gave us. Listen, <laughs> he did. He did. He took a. He took a tiny wine real quick, a little one. And you know, so funny. I seen him that same night in Target, and we were. He was with his wife, and I was with my mentors at the time. And we walked down. Amia wanted a new toothbrush, right? So I said, Amia, go yeah. go down the toothbrush aisle. Let's go look for it. So me and Amia go looking in the tooth, toothbrush aisle, and who do we see? Mayor Menino. And he's like, he said, I remember you. You were the little one that was dancing. And then he started dancing with her in the aisle again. So, like, it's just those experiences. Like, you don't forget where you come from and what impact and what you saw and how you got impacted by what you saw. You know what I mean? You don't forget those things. So, y'all were tuning in to the Dancers Report podcast. And I was very lucky and blessed to be able to talk to the director, the founder of of In The Making, a.k.a. ITM. His name is Runner. And um, I hope you guys get to check him out at the next, you know, set of his things, like his endeavors, his teams, his, all the, the games that are coming up, the performances and competitions coming up. Y'all go out and support him. Um, if you want to check him out, look for him on uh, the social media platform so that you can check out his the next and up and coming things uh, for him and uh, and his team. You're the best. And um and I, I'm I pre- I'm so appreciative that I got the time to talk with you. Well, I'm very appreciative that I got a chance to talk with you. Yeah. I told you your voice is inspiring, and you, and your movement is taking on another culture, man. I just yeah. I look forward to seeing the more you're doing because I'm a big supporter, and I, I as I said before. 
I'm just waiting for the next show to go out and just wild out with you. <laughs> I know. Well, that'll be Saturday, bro. You know? That'll be Saturday. We're gonna turn yeah, up. It's gonna be Saturday. So, and if I you get a chance, be... check out the um, check out um, the dancers report on Facebook so I can find you on Facebook. Yes, I will. Try to like I'm it go right or, on Facebook or and look it up right now, or make a comment or something so I can come in and and, and find you and, and like it and, and add myself to to um, ITM's yeah, page. Absolutely, because I'm definitely looking forward to hearing this, and I will make sure you got my um, ITM stuff and all that stuff to make connections. Yes. Okay. Like so said, when we, we get. Yeah, when we get off the line, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get some stuff from you, you know, that I'll, I'll need so yes. I can start. So that way you promo. can get it all, absolutely. Yeah, so um, For real. You, thank you, Miss yo, Five Six Seven yes. Eight Girl. You already know. Hey, hey, hey! Life is in the making. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch y'all. We'll catch y'all soon. And uh, over and out, Dancers Report podcast. Subscribe. Hey. Oh, so dope. I know, oh, man. I, I like yo, yeah. you realize, yo, we were talking, yo. We were talking. We were going in. Yes. Oh, I love that. Report Podcast.